Okay, okay. This is Lenny D'Angelo here. Uh, talking this morning. Uh, continuing to talk about uh, uh, drawing. Uh, and moving from observational drawing, the differences between observational drawing and, uh, and uh, uh, in inventive drawing. Um, how to make that transition. Uh, what that even means, etc., etc. And uh, go ahead, it's all right. I'm I'm at the doctor. Had to have my uh, had to get poked this morning, and not in a good way. But I'm bum. Anyway, uh, excuse me. Uh, there's a lot of people wandering. This is how you end up at the hospital, everybody. You wander around in the street. Seriously, people wander around the street around here. It's crazy stuff. This would never go down in New York. You can't do that. You walk out in the street. You moron. Ugh. Some California people think it's perfectly fine to wander down the center median of the street there and, and into the in the basically walking the lines. They think it's fine. Don't worry about it. Everybody's just gonna move out your way. I wouldn't count on that if I was you. That don't go. That don't work in other countries either. I just don't don't try that at home. Only try that at home. Anyway, what am I saying? Observational drawing. I think it's important to cover the topic of uh, inorganic organic. And like I said, I've been having trouble wrapping my head around this because it's a very, very big topic. And I don't know where to start. It's just like I started with perspective drawing, and then I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's more that you got to know before you get going. Why does this come up? Well, I'll be, I'm preparing for potentially teaching a class. Can you believe that? And I have, I have heard myself ramble a few times about this or that, trying to, trying to piece together some meaning. And I've recognized that there are some, uh, some flaws in my approach. For example, I tend to wander off on side tangents, etc. Which is not particularly helpful for people with a, with a short attention span. And kids these days, man, short attention span. Uh, I don't even know if, if the words attention span are going to be valid words to be using in the future. I don't know that those things, that that concept will hold. Water. Over the next 20 years. Attention span. Uh, implies a lot of things. And it implies that you are holding on. To a moment. In your mind. You're fixed for a moment. On something. Specific. That concept. Is dying. Now. Sorry to sound like it. Oh man. But it's true. The, the, the concept of the very concept of attention span is uh, is no longer valid. We're now talking about uh, seconds between me standing in a line of some kind and me looking down at my to check my Twitter or whatever. Oh, that's a there's a tangent right there. So anyway, holding on to the attention young people, it's going to be difficult. Now, I don't know if I'm actually going to be teaching this class, but I want to be prepared. Um, 
uh, emotionally, mentally, and, and, and intellectually. And that last one, forget about it. Oh boy, that's a problem for me. Okay, an observational drawer. That's where you start. That's where all of us start. You're looking at the world. You're using marks, mark making, to record or document. To to make a document, as they say in fine arts, an artifact of uh, a process of making a document of what one sees, and not just what one sees, but the perception of of that seen thing or or things. And where does that start? It starts number one. Um, with an understanding of form, uh, with an understanding of line, with the ability to perceive of uh, space, and to use to translate that in the mind to a two-dimensional abstraction that that flows through your hand and 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 through some sort of mark-making tool. Onto the to the surface, the medium that you that you, the, the 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 ground that you're using there. That ain't no small feat. That's everything. That's a big deal. But it starts with observational drawing, and, and honestly, if you take it all the way back to when your childhood, it starts with uh, inventive drawing. Inventive based on observation. Kids' drawings are the most abstract. And forgive me for going off onto a side thing again. But kids' drawings are the most abstract, you know. But they, they know what it means. It's a simple language that they use. And it's stuff they picked up from other drawings they've seen. It's stuff they picked up from uh, experimentation that they're doing. And, and their perception of how to abstract the observed world in two dimensions with it with a mark-making tool. If you think about how frigging uh, advanced that sort of thinking is, uh, it'll really bind you up. <clears throat> because that ain't no small feat. Uh, you got to be able to understand a lot about uh, the language of picture making in order to make pictures. You know. Uh, you don't start with nothing. So very important first to be able to observe. And in many art classes, I've heard them say, we're teaching you how to see. And I take issue with that. No. Everybody knows how to see. You're teaching you what to look for. Not how to see, but what to look for. Because honestly, the information in front of you is not helpful unless you have a language for translating that into two-dimensional space with, with a mark-making tool. You need to know what to look for, first and foremost. Seeing is the most complicated thing in the world, seeing. We see everything. We interpret it. We, we, we essentialize it, we, we codify it, and we dispose of probably 98% of what we see as a way to function. I mean, human beings can't deal with the chaos that is the world around you. None of us can. You've got you to gotta fixate, right? You've got to focus. You've got to get a little bit of tunnel vision in order to get through your friggin' day. 
this is metaphoric too, that's true, of many things. Oh, that's how I get through my day at the office. <laughs> by, by not concentrating on all the fucking nonsense going on around me. You know, all the, all the, all, all the incompetence around me. I, I have to fixate. You can get myself in a tunnel. Yeah, just look straight ahead. Don't look around. Don't listen to that conversation. Don't listen to that. You shut that out. Don't get involved with that. I know. I know you're dying to say something here, but don't. Keep it to yourself. Get back to work. Essentially, that's what our eyes are doing. There's so much going on in the world. we got to focus on the things that are most important. Sometimes it's danger. Sometimes it's pleasure. Sometimes it's uh, whatever. That's how you're able to drive to work a hundred times a day or get on the right train or whatever. Take your bus, get your, get your bus stop without looking at the signs. You, you've learned the cues, right? We've essentialized what we're looking at. And in a, with an artist, you have to, do, to essentially do the same thing. You're not learning how to see. You're learning what to look for. You also need to know how to translate what you're looking for. So, this is where things get complicated. There are organic and inorganic forms in our world. Now, in in the old, if we were animals, and we didn't have to be surrounded by the nonsense the humans do, we would be in, in an organic world, and it would be a, a lot different our terms of, in terms of perception and mark making, it's a lot harder to uh, interpret or reinterpret and, uh, and abstract and codify and use symbol language for the organic world. It's a lot harder <clears throat> in, in a lot of ways because the organic world is very complicated and chaotic. Human beings don't like chaos. And the more control we have over our environment, the less chaos we have around us. So some people, if you live in a city, for example, other than the fucking chaos of humanity that you have to walk around every day, you're basically walking through a very controlled environment. Interesting enough, there's still chaos in it. But it's a very controlled environment. Everything's in squares and angles that that are easily understood and interpreted by human beings. Streets are very... Are very parallel, all that stuff. It's it's designed for human beings to be able to reduce the amount of information we see and are exposed to, and to make it easier for us to navigate. This is true of the structures we live in. This is true of the objects that we handle every day. This is true of everything in human experience that is not an organic thing. All of the things that God gave us, uh, uh, they're a mess. They have their beauty and they have their perfection, of course. But they're a mess. They don't conform to uh, contemporary human values at all. <clears throat> we like structure. We like limited amounts of information. We like order. So drawing the inorganic world is a little bit simpler than drawing the organic world. So I think in terms of observational drawing, it's always a lot easier to start with a set of boxes or, uh, or uh, you know, a building or things like that, a road sign, uh, um, 
a car even, even cars that are pretty complicated, are a lot easier to draw than a friggin' pine tree, or a, or a, or a weeping willow, or a, or a, a school of fish, for example, a mountain range, etc., etc. Unfortunately, there's an added thing with that, that the inorganic world, it's easier to spot the mistakes. Ah, because there are perfect lines of symmetry, there are parallels, etc. You could spot the mistakes and you can easily see where the drawing isn't right. Whereas with the inorganic world, there's some flex or I'm sorry, the organic world, there's some flexibility there in what you're drawing. I can draw a tree that looks like a tree based on a tree I've seen. And I may be observing and drawing from observation. But I don't have to follow the lines of that tree perfectly for it to still be a tree. And nobody's going to question, oh, is that the tree? Unless they're standing and looking at it as well. But if I draw a box and I, you know, mess up one of the edges of the box and make it curved or whatever, immediately we are able to go, oh, that box ain't drawn right. So, I think a good place to start <clears throat> with drawing uh, from observation is with the inorganic world. Unfortunately, the imperfect human inorganic world. Because in its symmetry, it offers less of a... Of a well, it, it offers a, a more uh, pre- precise and, and uh, uh, an easy, easy to essentialize sort of... Uh, of uh, uh, world to draw. That make any sense at all? I don't know. I I really try to find my way into this thing. Said, but the point, uh, ultimately, the point is to be able to go from ab- observational drawing to uh, inventive drawing, which is things that you've seen and are re- are documenting uh, and creating. Um, uh, an artifact of the of the process of observing, uh, moving toward uh, inventing from the mind organic and inorganic things uh, that are convincing, as convincing as the observed drawing. That would be one of the goals of a of a of an artist who was attempting to learn and 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 overcome the the uh, the challenge of drawing. For the first time. <clears throat> anyway, I have cause to think about that. I am pondering that and will continue to ponder that. Um, ad nauseum. As I do. As I am wont to do. Okay. My name is Lady Angelo. And, and, and this was that. Why did I say it that way? Okay. <laughs>